Welcome everybody to the Goth and the Sloth. I am your Sloth, Matt. And I am Luna the Goth. We are two friends living a country apart, living our best lives and sharing stories. We're taking the first part of our podcast here to talk about the current COVID problem and crisis and the quarantine and everything there when if. Yeah, it's been, this is our fourth episode. I mean, I know you guys can read, but just in case you were lying in your bed in the dark and you didn't know what episode this is, this is our fourth episode, so we're finally starting to work out the kinks that you may have noticed such as sound <laughs> my voice so, is always silky smooth i don't know what you're, what you're yes about. matt we all know that your voice is sil- silky smooth you know we don't need to talk about it right now we'll talk about it later okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah hopefully by now uh the sound isn't as atrocious as it was in the first episode because <laughs> we well, by we, I mean I didn't know the best way to record, so we um, pulled the sound down in a not great way. But now, it should be a lot better, so hopefully it will only get better from now. Yeah, working out all the kinks. I've tried two microphones, two sets of headsets, <laughs> uh, yeah, but hopefully. Oh, we're getting it down. Yeah, it makes us feel like real podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do want to start out with a giant correction. Uh-oh. <laughs> so last week I said a thing and I was I swore that it was true and Matt totally ca- called me on it and I was like, "No, it's true." And it's not true. So essentially, <laughs> treatment for COVID is not covered if you do not have insurance. If you do have insurance, Many, if not all, of the insurance providers are covering treatment for COVID, but if you do not have insurance, you still have to pay between $42,000 and $75,000 if you want to live. I mean, living's pretty good. Testing is free. (laughs) Testing is free. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, if you get really bad, yeah, that's expensive. Knock on wood, if you do get it, you can write it out with NyQuil and, you know, over the store stuff. Cause that's kind of the weird thing. Cause we don't have a, you know, obviously we don't have a vaccine, but it's a, it's like a huge hospital bill with all sorts of craziness or, you know, seven up and NyQuil. <laughs> yeah. It's really, there's no in between. It's like, hopefully it doesn't get so bad that you need help breathing. Like that's the big thing. Yeah. Is- if you can figure out how to breathe on your own, that's why they say like, and I'm sure you guys are probably tired of hearing this, but they, <laughs> that's why they say, you know, if you, um, you need to keep your mucous membranes moist. So if you're in a dry climate, you should probably have a humidifier. You should be drinking hot water or hot tea every, Matt looks scared. <laughs> guys, Matt looks scared. <laughs> I have coffee in the morning. Does that count? <laughs> Well, just staying hydrated, and if you are getting ill, um, drinking hot water or hot tea regularly, just to keep your airways um, kind of open, as open as possible. Yeah, because, yeah, it's a, it can be a little scary for me because uh, Denver is a very, very dry climate. Oh, yes. <laughs> My favorite thing is when people move to Denver and they're like, what do I do? I'm getting nosebleeds all the time. And I'm like... You know how people buy cheap chapstick and stick it up their nose? 
that gonna be you. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> Remember, Ralphie, if your blood, if your nose is bleeding, you're either picking it too much or not enough. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, Got to get a Simpsons <laughs> reference in there. Oh man, I feel like wait, that's what makes us a real podcast. We got a Simpson <laughs> reference in there. All right. Anyway, that was my big correction of myself from last week. <laughs> so let's uh, speak. Well, that kind of leads us into the news. What's going on in Virginia or the world? Or nothing in between. Just <laughs> nothing the in world between. or Virginia. <laughs> so uh, I'll start with Virginia. As of today, I guess, uh, we have 6,889 cases um, and about 1,100 hospital hospitalizations, and only 208 deaths. Which I say only because I'm 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 pleasantly surprised by that number. Obviously, 208 is a terrifying number. Um, nothing about this pandemic is funny. We're just trying to get through this thing, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where Virginia is. Um, as far as like state updates or anything like that. Honestly, I've kind of backed off of staying super updated because it's just too stressful. (laughs) Uh, I kind of try to keep my ear to the ground for the big stuff, but at this point, there's a massive stay-at-home order. Everybody has to stay home. Don't go outside. Wear a mask. That's kind of our future for the foreseeable future. (laughs) Um, But as far as the national news, there were two headlines that really uh, got my attention. Okay. Well, yeah, I was going to say in a good way, but that's not true. It's all bad. It's all bad. Um, So the first one was that we ran out of money (laughs) for the payroll, uh, the Paycheck Protection Program, which was a uh, like a government loan that was forgivable for small businesses. Mm -hmm. So if you're a company with uh, 500 under 500 employees, you could apply for money out of this $350 billion fund to um, help you pay your employees and keep everybody getting paychecks so that they don't have to get unemployment. Um, And if you did use it for that purpose, it's forgivable. There's some, you know, there's fine print everywhere, I'm sure. But that's the general gist. And today, we were notified that they've run out. (laughs) So there are, I mean, I don't know the official numbers, but I think in Florida alone, just because I happened to come across the numbers, they processed like 38,000, but there were 600,000 applicants. Yep. So it's like a terrifying (laughs) number of people (laughs) who were like, oh my gosh, this is great. I'm going to apply for this and I'm going to hopefully keep my, you know, my employees okay for the next eight weeks and now it's like back to hopelessness (laughs) oh no yeah no i I saw that too it's yeah it's uh it's both terrifying and just like we saw this coming no one thought that this was just gonna work out yeah (laughs) (laughs) no one looked at this and said oh yeah uh we're good yeah i'm covered trump's got my back on this guys (laughs) So, yeah, um, there are other stimulus packages that are in the in discussion, but there's nothing solidified yet. And who knows when that would be. So 
that was headline number one that I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, also, the reason I was so interested in it is because my dance studio applied and they're out of money. So. Oof. <laughs> Hooray. I'm sorry so, to hear okay. that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it, it be the way it be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, so that was the first one. And then the other one that I saw was that Trump decided to stop sending funds to the World Health Organization. Oh, yeah. I will say that you can argue that the WHO did not function as it should have in China, and they did not handle the situation in an ideal way. And I would say, all right, you're probably right about that. But for the U.S. president to cut the funds to the world, like the only global public health organization in the middle of a pandemic seems like a terrifying and idiotic move. Yeah, it's incredibly short-sighted and uh, it seems petty to me. It seems like a petty move. Yeah, it does. I mean, well, everything he does feels petty. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it definitely feels like he got testy or something. But he's playing with, I mean, people are now worried. I've been hearing people say, well, we're not going to get the cure if they come up with it first because we're not funding them anymore. Who knows? It's probably not going to work like that. But still, like, this is a lot of fear that we don't need on top of literally 2,000 people dying per day in the nation. Yeah. Like, we just don't need this extra stuff. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Although it's not unsurprising from his history, because he pulled out of the uh, nuclear agreement. He uh, like he just doesn't like world organizations. Yeah, um, he is, like, anti-globalist, except he still wants to make money from everywhere else. <laughs> yes. And only when it, you know... We're, we're going to skew uh, political, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he it, only one of it benefits him specifically. Um, outside of that, like just trying to create a united global front and a united world in a lot of ways, he's anything that does that he's against. Yeah, it's pretty rotten, Cause, yeah, <laughs> to I put see, it lightly. Uh, yeah, I saw a lot of people um, in the comments, which, yeah, don't dive into the comments. On Why those. did you do that? <laughs> but they're like, yeah, next we need to pull out of the UN. <sighs> okay. So, All right. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's getting us towards the uh, dystopian uh, V for Vendetta future, which you can see my poster. <laughs> I can see your poster. I stare at every every time we do this podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, where America was all isolationist again, but then they needed help from everybody because uh, that doesn't work in this to- this economy in this world anymore. Nope. Nice try, but yeah. Anyway, what about you? What's going on in Colorado? What global but not national news? <laughs> <laughs> you did you find uh caught your attention uh so uh we're now in colorado we're at eight thousand two hundred and eighty cases uh which is up from uh up two thousand cases from last week uh we got one thousand six hundred and thirty six people hospitalized uh which is up four hundred people uh from last week 
And we're now at 357 deaths, which is 131 over last week. Wow. So we're getting hit really hard. Yeah, um, it feels like you guys are accelerating a little bit faster than we are. I think we might be a little behind you in the curve. Yeah, um, we got you know hit initially because it really peaked up in the uh, mountain towns and all that and all the touristy spots. And then Denver just... It just once it got into Denver, it became a thing. Um, of course, yeah, that makes sense. It looks like we're kind of skewing down on cases, but it's hard to tell because the information that I get from the Denver Public Health website uh, does cases as they are um, reported. Uh, like, so you take the test, and then it's they give you the cases when the test comes back, and there's a gap of a few days from taking the test, from the test coming back. So the data is slightly skewed, so it's hard to tell where and if we're going up or down. So it's... The- yeah, that I feel like, unfortunately, that's, that's the, what we get for not having available testing to really keep a accurate count of what's going on. So yeah, no matter what we do now, there's going to be... Like uncertainty and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. So the data set for confirmed cases just looks maddening to me. As someone that likes stats and knows how things should curve, it's way too erratic, and it should be following either an up curve or a down curve. But it's some days spikes, some days drops. It's just yeah. craziness. We're just relying on too many different factors, I guess. Yeah, a lot of human factors. Um, in uh, national news, what struck my uh, fancy is uh, <laughs> there is so there's a pact of the Northwest. I don't know what they're officially going to be calling it yet or not, but there's uh, state governors that are getting together discussing how they want to open their economy even before the president says anything. Um, open their economy what does that mean i don't know i I read the article and it wasn't specific but it seemed like what are the states uh wisconsin uh oh no hold on he's thinking really hard guys he might short circuit (laughs) yeah i couldn't find it anyway so uh yeah it's uh, i know wisconsin was one of them and i maybe minnesota um yeah, there's a few, and it's kind of interesting because this happened right around the same time that a, a bunch of states like New York are pushing back their stay inside, kind of offsetting each other. Yeah, and that worries me in a sense of um, honestly civil war, um, because this is a very heated thing that you know some people are getting very upset that people don't stay in, some people are upset that people are even wearing masks. It, it's a lot of emotions back and forth with this. And when you have a state, if they're, if their way to open the economy is to like say, Hey, no, everyone needs to go back to work or, you know, this, you know, everything's now an essential business. We're all going back to work, but the state next to them is saying, no, everyone stays inside. That's going to create a lot of friction and, Mm. you know, not good things. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Uh, You bring up an interesting point about state 
different states behaving differently and doing different, reacting differently to their numbers, Mm -hmm. essentially. And I do understand the idea of wanting to open up a state like Oregon because they have significantly flattened their curve. Mm -hmm. So it feels for them, it feels like they really are staying inside out of like true precaution, which is good. But I could understand why people might be like, okay, it's not so bad in our state. Can we go back now? The answer is no, (laughs) if you ask me. But, um, But I get it. What I don't understand are, like, I actually did see a an article mentioning that um, Virginia became the latest state to have protesters outside of the Capitol, and there are a lot of people protesting in Michigan right now saying that the government is encroaching on their civil rights, and they should be able to gather, and they should be able to do whatever they want, Um so I do think I do feel that friction there, but I didn't know about the Northwest Coalition, <laughs> whatever they'll be packed. Yeah, and speaking um, of that, I saw a video of uh, people in Canada doing the same thing. They're protesting and saying they should be able to gather. And really, um, I mean, they can if they want, I guess. But I would appreciate it if we didn't all die. Yeah. So yeah, it's again, it's it's a very emotionally driven, touchy subject. It is, and, yeah, and I haven't really, honestly, I haven't really thought about it through that lens for very long. So I'm not sure where I land on it, but it's certainly not one side on the side of everybody should be free to gather willy nilly and potentially kill their loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I think there needs to be some sort of measure in place. Well, think on it. I mean, I'm in... I'll let you guys know what I come up with. (laughs) I mean, I'm, like most things, really in the middle. I do think the government should, does and should have the right to say how many people can be inside your business, especially considering a public safety hazard. But I don't (laughs) think it's up to the government to say what businesses should stay open and what's considered essential. Um, Mm -hmm. if, especially if the businesses that make them money seem to be able to stay open. Yeah. Or like the whole PPE issue where they are, you know, auctioning them off to the highest bidder, essentially. So messed up. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, like if like, uh, I don't know if, well, in my personal, uh, life, like if my comic shop wanted to say like, do drive-by service they'll take your card they'll give you your stack of comics because i have a hold slot i get the same comics every month and you know why not if there's literally one person in the building and everyone else is just driving up and you get your stuff i mean yeah i don't know it's yeah yeah that's a very good point and i do think that it's possible to be safe and run businesses it's it just feels like we need some sort of commitment from those businesses to behave responsibly yeah and that's that's where we get in the sticky part and the hard part is yeah even the ones that are considered essential are not necessarily following proper guidelines as well at the moment and Mm -hmm. so yeah we're relying on small businesses probably would do it but corporations and bigger entities they don't really care and they're just gonna do what they what they do Mm-hmm. As we've seen in many uh, Amazon uh, warehouses. 
Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know what's going to happen of it yet, but the president's doing a speech, maybe even right now, but sometime soon. Um, that uh, so again about opening the economy again and finding ways to open the economy, whatever that means. I have no idea, but it's terrifying. Literally, two thousand people died on Wednesday it, this exactly. week. Exactly, like it's it's not time like, to be cavalier. It's, <laughs> no, it's like. Uh, I saw a meme today that was like, um, someone said that trying to reopen the economy now is like saying that, oh, the parachute worked. Let's go ahead and dump it when you haven't hit the ground yet. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that seems right. (laughs) (laughs) Just cut it, cut the parachute once you're slowed down to the the velocity. It's fine. Yeah. You'll keep following at that same pace, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. So what's going on uh, with you and your personal life and your personal news? Um, well, I will say that uh, this past week was the 10-year anniversary of the passing of Peter Steele. Yeah. So uh, I listened to a lot of typo negative this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I typically listen to typo negative probably like I listen to a full album twice, every, like maybe four times a year, five times a year, but obviously in April <laughs> every year. Um, so that was a thing. Uh, I don't really have any exciting news except that I have injured myself oh, no. <laughs> by working out. It turns out that uh, you can't do everything you see on Instagram, even if you're the person coming up with the content. <laughs> Were you trying to do the handstand challenge? No, no, I actually, I'm bummed because I can't do the handstand challenge now (laughs) because my back is so messed up. Like I have never in my life experienced this like quote unquote pulling your back or throwing your back Mm -hmm. out, but I did something and for the last two days I've just been like, I can't bend over. Oh no. Like I cannot, like I have to like squat weird and sideways to try to reach the ground like it's bad i was like what is this and why does this have to happen now (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i've been taking a lot of relief because i can't take ibuprofen and i have been icing it and now i'm heating it and all the usual stuff but that's my big news is that i am apparently no longer a young whippersnapper (laughs) that uh that happens. <laughs> what about you? What's um, your What's your personal? Well, um, update? did you get your stimulus? Nope. I got mine, so it's time to hit the club. Oh wait, no, I just <laughs> made myself sad. <laughs> I, yeah, but no, I actually did. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to spend it on because uh, there's nothing to spend it on, and I'm the kind of person that likes to spend money on experiences uh, rather than things. Um, yep. even though I have a huge comic movie collection, I'm actually a bit of a minimalist. And so it's like, uh, can't really <laughs> spend money on things. Um, yeah. Oh, well, that's just, it's nice to have a little cushion. It is. And for the people that need it, anything. it's great. Um, at least to the, l- whenever it gets yeah. here. <laughs> well, <and> then <laughs> my thing is that I file, I haven't filed my 2019 taxes yet, so I'm going to be in the later round of direct deposit apparently uh, womp womp yeah 
anyone want to do my taxes? <laughs> well, there's that uh, the economist. I can't remember his name. That he's like, this should last people ten weeks. No. What? Yeah, he said that the, the twelve hundred should last you twelve weeks. Would that last you twelve weeks if you had no other income coming in? What? No way. Does he know how much food costs? <laughs> this would it would cover my rent and Taco Bell. <laughs> exactly. It would cover my rent and like my electricity and my internet. It's even street stretches farther for you. I mean, we have the same roughly size apartments, but uh yeah, yeah, but you live but in I'm Colorado. I'm in Colorado. So <laughs> it wouldn't even last me a full month. It would not cover all my bills by even close. But... Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't cover all my b- bills. It would just cover those <laughs> yeah. three. <laughs> so that's kind of a thing I've been parsing mentally of just like, there's money. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it's nice to see it happening. It's just weird. It is. It feels bittersweet. I, someone, I keep getting conflicting result, like re- conflicting reports of we're not going to have to pay it back. It's not going to be taxable. It's not going to impact our future taxes next year. And then seeing the exact opposite, it will impact our taxes next year. If you owe anything, you'll owe this on top of it. If you don't owe, you know, if you get a refund, they'll just subtract it from it. I'm like, okay, I don't. I don't know who to trust. I don't know who has the answer here. Yeah, I think it was brought out so fast. And this isn't the blame of anyone that wrote the bill and put it out, to be honest. I just think it's just Mm -hmm. done so fast. You can't think of all the little minutia. Like even that, that's a big thing. Oh, absolutely, it's scary. Because then you're like, I don't want to take out a twelve hundred dollar loan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if I if I'm gonna have to pay it back, it's going under my pillow. Well, not there, but under a pillow. <laughs> the cat pillow, because she'll say, she'll protect it with bites. Uh, she'll shred it into tiny, tiny pieces and hide it everywhere. <laughs> so that's pretty much my news. Um, yeah, not a cool. not a lot. Oh, um, my family has decided we're doing weekly uh, Sunday meals. So we did it. Yeah. We did it for Easter again this week, and we'll be doing it again. That is the most <laughs> adorable thing. I love it. I want all families to do it. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get into our main topic, and that is the world of sports. Sports, sports, sports. So we are kind of, um, <laughs> I think we're anomalies, me and you, because we're both in the goth, punk, alternative scene, but we also like sports, and that doesn't tend to cross over all that much. It's true. I mean, I think that stereotypes are mostly there to be broken, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I genuinely enjoy sports and like watching competition and i get that other people don't and i don't care (laughs) (laughs) and i'm even wearing my uh ducks jersey because it's very cold today so he is i was wearing my avs jersey like two nights ago it's landiscog landy Mm -hmm. so we thought we'd break it up and talk about uh what sports are doing what where they're going with things and what's happening and you get to be lucky and go first with the one that probably has the most craziness going on, the biggest sport in America, 
the NFL, the one that has Aaron, the greatest of all time, the master of the universe, Rogers. You could not help yourself, <laughs> could you? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I cover. I'm covering the NFL, and uh, they it. Uh, even the thought of football season like brings warmth to my chest. Oh, then, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's then coming. Do I have to hurt you Except, by what one it? analyst might have said about all sports? What's one that? analyst said um, about all sports altogether, not coming back till fall of 2021. Ouch. Uh, so Oof. we can start with that. I'm not fact. suffering as much as some of my friends, but uh, if that ha- if that were true, I would I'd be a little sad yeah. about that. So, <laughs> so yeah, what's going on with uh, with the with the footballs? So, um, to be honest. Uh, you know, we don't do this podcast for money, so I wasn't going to spend 20 hours in research. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so essentially, <laughs> I uh, looked up a few articles to make sure that they all corresponded. All right. <laughs> uh, and so according to the CBS Sports Network, uh, on an article on April 3rd, league executive Jeff Pash... I don't know if that's how you say his name, but I'm going to say it that way. (laughs) Said this week that the season is slated to start on time. Hmm. Hmm. But, however, the NFL's chief medical officer, Dr. Alan Sills, is not so confident. So uh, he said in an interview with the uh, NFL Network that widespread testing would need to be available before we could even think about reopening the league. Which is kind of a terrifying thing. Yeah, thought. absolutely. <laughs> so his issue is mainly that the current um, recommended court quarantine guidelines requires that if a te- person tests positive, then anyone who has been co- in contact with that person needs to be quarantined. So there's and there's no real end in sight for possible positive tests. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like this cyclical: people are just going to be sent to their homes to be quarantined forever until we find a test is what I seem to understand is his point. And so um, the big thing is that the NFL draft is in less than three weeks. And as of right now, it hasn't been pushed. So, uh, I mean, they are talking about doing virtual meetings with prospects, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not confident that the season's going to start on time, but it is a lot of money in that game. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And as of right now, there's no official timetable for when they'll decide. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, I've heard some concerns about the virtual uh, draft uh, that some teams, Patriots, uh, would uh, happen to, you know, hack into maybe other people's, uh, you know, oh Zooms my God. and stuff. And... Oh, my God. I would not... That would be the next thing. Zoom gate. <laughs> Jeez, of course. I mean, granted, they would not be the only team trying to. They're just going to be the only team doing it the worst. Although I would (laughs) say that uh, the NFL, I think, is the only major sport that could get away with. It wouldn't be safe for the players. Not that anything that football does is safe for the players. But um, (laughs) they could actually get away with playing empty stadiums and just televising it. I feel like most people watch football televised. 
I agree. I actually do agree with that point. I love live football, but most people don't. They want all the commentary and they want the graphics on the screen or they can't tell where the line of scrimmage is, which is baffling to me, <laughs> but it's true. So um, I think you're right that if they only televise the games, they could figure something out. I mean, they could really up their prices on the NFL network mm -hmm. and, you know, do something that way. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, there's this uh, YouTube channel I watch called That's Good Sports, and he made the Oh, I love He's them. great. Uh, he made the joke yeah. that uh, they should sell one seat to every game, and it's like a million dollars, and then you can just yell. Everyone will hear everything you yell at all the players. You'll have no lines oh, for the bathrooms. <laughs> that is an amazing idea. I love it. I love it. But yeah, that's... Uh, I think the. I want one seat per. There team. you go. Just two guys on the opposite ends of the stadium, just yelling at each other. Yep, just <laughs> screaming at each other. But they need to be mic'd yeah. so that every like everyone can hear them. Oh, that would be fun. That would be a new twist on football. Just one fan. Yes. <laughs> I am all game for this idea. Uh, since we're on football, I can throw in a thing because we really didn't put it down to talk about it anyways, but the XFL has officially folded because of Corona. Oh, really? Um, so they were actually doing pretty well, uh, surprisingly, and then uh, they filed for bankruptcy and they are done. Oh, snap. Done, done. done. They are not coming back at all. Oh, no. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I never watched an XFL game. <laughs> the idea was intriguing to me. The, it, this time was done a lot better, and it seemed like it was pretty fun. I, I watched a couple highlight reels and stuff, and it was real football. It wasn't, like, gimmicky or anything. It's pretty cool. That is cool. I trust you, mostly. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, anything else to add for the, for the NFL there? Nope, that's it. You're All up. All right, I'm going to talk about the best sport, even though football is great. The best sport, of course, is hockey. Um, that's my favorite sport. I play it, I watch it, I love it. It's amazing. So um, they are being very coy, the NHL. Oh, shocking. <laughs> so many Canadians in right? that league. Um, there's been many players that have tested positive for corona, um, so that's been a thing, um, already. They obviously suspended operations. They're not going right now. And currently on their website, they don't give you a whole lot. Uh, it's, there's no plans. There's no options if they're going to cancel this season and just pick up again next season, or if they're going to do like a weird, like one round playoff for the Stanley cup, or just you put every team's name in a hat and pull a name and that's who wins the Stanley Cup. No one knows. <laughs> they haven't said anything. They did say uh, safety is paramount for both their players and their fans. Of um, course, they have yeah. to say that. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they're not do they haven't said anything. They haven't given any sort of timetable. They are just wow. laying low and I think they're just waiting to see what happens. I don't they're just suspended. Yeah, for I now. don't see this season finishing at all. Um, I agree. Not it's for playoff hockey. time right now, or should have been. There's so much lost yeah. ground. So it's just how on earth would they be able to fit that back in? Yeah, ex when like 
basketball's gonna have to figure stuff out too. Yeah. Speaking and, of, <laughs> and a segue into our next one. So, speaking of basketball, I am also covering uh, the NBA, which actually is not my sport, but uh, a lot of black people play it, so that's it's a not thing. my sport either. So. <laughs> I mean, I love the sport of basketball. I just hate watching the NBA. I, it is just a, it's like liking actual boxing and then watching like the WWE or something. Like it's just gimmicky to me and I just hate it. Anyway, At least you have a stance on it. My, my little... stance on the NBA is like, yeah, it's, it exists. We, we have a team and they play games. That's my <laughs> opinion on the NBA. <laughs> yeah i i genuinely like the sport of basketball i used to play it my sisters played it It, it's fun it's great but just the nba is just eye rolling to me but that said anyway (laughs) (laughs) so uh the nba basically screeched to a halt in march like mid-march or so it was just like hold up (laughs) (laughs) nothing their uh official statement is that the 2019 2020 season is temporarily suspended due to the coronavirus pandemic uh and so i pulled a quote from none other than tim Connolly, the president of the denver nuggets um and he says there's an overwhelming this is his voice obviously (laughs) he sounds just like this there's an overwhelming sense of fraternity. It isn't about competition right now, but what's best for the NBA? Jesus. <laughs> Who believes right. that? Raise a hand. <laughs> I mean, I can see you right now, so if you're not raising your hand, I'm judging you. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, uh, that's kind of the the rhetoric of all of the presidents is like, we're all going to pull together and figure this out. And I'm just like, what? ever dudes if i hate anyone more than well nope i hate the presidents and the owners of uh presidents of nba and owners of the nfl about the same (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i will say that of the sports leagues the nba was probably the most informed uh about what's happening with the coronavirus since they operate in asia Mm -hmm. and europe so they were probably staying abreast of the situation well ahead of our actual government officials. <laughs> so they probably saw the impact and was like, oh, oh no, we have to actually do something about it. So I think they are probably at least a little ahead of everyone else in the sports world. Yeah. I do know if they never come back, the last game was a Nuggets game. I don't know what happened there, but that's um, that that's a I thing. Me neither. Are the, are the Nuggets good yeah. this year? I don't know. <laughs> Get a ticket from that game and then sell it for lots and lots of money on the internet in five <laughs> years. Or even 20 years. So, yeah, they got no timetable or anything? They're just kind of waiting it out, too? No. Yeah, they're just suspended, quote unquote. Interesting. So, until further notice. Uh, so, the next one that's got a lot going on is baseball. Which really they, they have do. a lot going For on. The amount that hockey isn't talking, baseball is keeping everyone very informed about what's going on, which makes sense because <laughs> uh, it would have been the start of the season right now. Oh um, yeah, that's right, opening so day. Yeah, okay, that makes. It's sense. easy or it's harder to be like quiet 
if they're like, are you, are you going to do anything? Where hockey, it's like, well, it's the end of the season. We can maybe do, but this is like, do we cancel the whole season? Anyways, um, I'm personally not that into baseball. I think the Rockies are one of the worst teams ever created in all of baseball. Um, (laughs) Aw, poor Rockies. They can hear you. I hope they do, and I hope they feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) 25 years and three playoff uh, showings, all right? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) It's okay, Rockies. You got this someday <laughs> so i got a whole timeline it's kind of interesting because you can see how things like really ramp up so um on march 9th uh they said they're going to go forward with their season as scheduled no changes we're just going straight right ahead that is on march 9th um on march 11th only a few days later um cities started their banning of gatherings of more than 50 or 10 people depending where you're at and many of them were in markets that they have baseball teams and they were going to take that in consideration and figure out what to do from there but still planning on moving forward uh on the next day on the 12th they canceled spring training so that's must have been their thinking as things came up is just okay we're gonna cancel spring training but we're going to still try and move ahead then on the 16th of March, uh, just a few days later, they pushed back the entire season until late May, uh, even starting the season. Oh, wow. Uh, so they're pretty much, uh, you know, went, God, what was that? Like a nine-day span. They went from we're going forward to uh, we got to delay everything. Like that's that's the fast wow. turnaround. Um, yeah, it really did hit that fast absolutely, too. Yeah, it just kind of went from, Ah, uh, joke, everyone wash your hands, haha, to, oh, this is a real thing. <laughs> oh no, I'm stuck inside for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Help. Um, on March 27th, 10 days after they pushed back the season, they said they're going to still plan to do an entire full season, which I think baseball is like 2,000 games. I don't, they have way too many games. Too many know. games. That's your problem right there, many baseball. Many games that last yes. 500 years Let's put long. Some limits. <laughs> that's my own opinion on baseball too long um on april 1st they canceled all international games because they have a few that were going to be playing in asia and uh england and all mm. things like that and then um really it took them that long to cancel well i guess they were maybe hoping that it would pass. yeah especially in some of the asian markets where it looks like they're bouncing back maybe they could have done some but mm. no, <laughs> but no. Okay. And then the last bit of news I got was on April 10th, just a few days ago, they have what they are calling the Arizona plan. Uh, so they still plan on playing every single game, but they might be doing it in their Arizona string, uh, spring training facilities and their Florida ones. So there, those are much Whoa. smaller stadiums. Um, I don't know if that means no fans or what that means per se, but that's the Arizona plan. Whoa, that's wild. I hadn't heard anything about that. Huh. That's really interesting. I, I mean, I guess if you don't have fans at a baseball game, it's not as weird because they're 500 years long and people usually <laughs> sleep halfway through but i i don't know that's 
Huh. I also feel like it. I mean, it's one way to go forward. It is though. like it's forcing everyone to rethink everything and think outside the box and like, what can we do? Yeah, I appreciate their ingenuity. I suppose. I mean, I think we can get some uh, uh, Oculus uh, programmers on it, and let's just have them all play from home, and we'll have just VR baseball, and we'll watch what they're seeing. Oh That'd be cool. God. Oh my God! Speaking of, and this relates to sports, like. The sports coverage, the sports news coverage right now is hilarious. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't typically watch sports news because I hate dudes just yelling at each other for hours on end. Like the NFL Network, I'm just like, stop (laughs) yelling at each other. Just say something. So I really like, uh, my partner introduced me to CBS Sports News, which is like poor man's ESPN. (laughs) and it's like it's actually really good like they do really good coverage and they don't scream at each other they're like dudes in suits having conversations about sports and i'm like this is what i've wanted this entire time so i really like them but so we went and turned it on last time he was here and they're they're commentating people playing madden like professionals (laughs) playing madden and i was like oh no i can't at least they still get a paycheck i don't know (laughs) yeah i can't remember which announcer it was but he was just putting videos on twitter of him uh doing his uh play-by-plays for random youtube videos (laughs) i love that yeah that's it's really i mean guys check on your sports newscasters because they're not they're okay losing right their now. marbles a bit again to swing back to that's good sports that guy is losing his mind he has nothing oh i should i haven't watched any recent episodes so i will definitely yeah. do that <laughs> like he... so um my last report out uh is for the ncaa college basketball yes. um Oh, college basketball. (laughs) You got your bracket ready? So if you don't know anything about college basketball, there's a little thing called March Madness. Never heard of it. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, March, I'm glad you asked, Matt. March Madness is, uh, is a tournament of 68 games, teams, 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 68 teams, (laughs) Uh, battling out to win the championship so uh and it happens in March. oh that's where they get the name now it all makes sense <laughs> <laughs> so march madness was canceled canceled yep. canceled like done done um and the entire sporting world lost its mind like all of my friends that because i don't follow march madness i do like that uh, college basketball more than I like NBA, but I don't watch sure. it at all. And I <laughs> was watching my friends just like fall apart. They're like, "What's gonna happen to my bracket?" <laughs> uh, I mean, I do feel bad because I'd be sad if you know my sport got super canceled, but it's it be canceled. So um... <laughs> yeah, it's the first year that uh, everyone's bracket is correct. If you just didn't fill it out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or wrong no my bracket is correct because i didn't do a bracket. so you won <laughs> <laughs> you hear that guys suckers <laughs> so the reason that uh the ncaa championships being canceled um like 
comes so so strongly to mind is because of the way that they told everyone. Oh, yeah? <laughs> because again, it was like you mentioned a really quick turnaround. Um, it was like one week, everything's fine. A week later, everything is very much not fine. But in between, they uh, announced that the tournament was going to start on time, but with no fans. And that was the first wave of yeah. panic in the sports <laughs> world. <laughs> Everyone was like, what? They're going to play in stadiums with no fans? It was, I mean, everyone reported on this. If you even just type in NCAA basketball championship or March Madness, no fans, every reporting entity out there released oh, yeah. an article because basketball it. especially uh college that's that's fans like that's you have a home court advantage oh yeah oh yeah it's a, it was yeah a big deal so then they were like oh no it's suspended oh. not canceled and then they were like nah nah it's canceled. <laughs> not joking bro <laughs> <laughs> so the big question is does the University of Virginia Hoot Nannies or Hoot Blot, what I, for, I forget what their <laughs> name is, <laughs> the, the UVA Hoo-Hahs or whatever, <laughs> Do, are they reigning champs for two years since they're not defeated this uh, year? Or how does oh, that yeah. work? Tell us. Tell us what you think about that. Are they, are the Hoot Nannies or whatever they're <laughs> called? <laughs> the, the, the reigning champs of this year's season because they are undefeated or or unseated i suppose or does it work differently i don't know that's interesting i look forward to hearing the one response we'll get from this. <laughs> i should look at so that's i should that's look it. into ncaa hockey because they do the same thing it's not in march but they have a ter- end of the year tournament too um the, but they have mm. the frozen four instead of the final four and it's but it's less fun because it's generally uh Michigan, Denver, and then two randos that get beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would think that um not like college hockey wouldn't be the most exciting. Like, it's I would think of like well, no, I guess college hockey would be Depends what exciting. you're looking for in hockey. If you're really a fan of fights, it is not a good time. Uh, college definitely frowns is on that. Is it all that. like techni- technique yeah. and strategy? Now, if you want fights, minor league hockey. Those guys have nothing to lose and only stuff to gain. They are punching people. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> you go, guys. <laughs> all right, to uh, throw in one last little thing, because I am a lacrosse fan. And uh, no one cares except me, but I'm going to put it out there. Um, I've gone to many games with you. I'm just putting it out there. Um, So there's two leagues. There's the National Lacrosse League, which is indoor uh, lacrosse. Uh, And that was supposed to be finishing up now. And obviously they just said, now we're done. I mean, they don't have a lot of money to postpone, and their season feeds directly into the Outdoor Lacrosse League, which is the Major League Lacrosse League, uh, which is a summer league. And so I have season tickets to our local team, the Denver Outlaws. Uh, At least I should. (laughs) Um, Because they said the season's still happening in full, uh, but it was pushed back till uh, March... 30th or sorry may 30th um but uh, there hasn't been a lot of schedule or movement 
So I think they're kind of waiting and doing the same thing. Wait and see, see what they can do. Um, I can definitely yeah. tell you though, it's easy to stay six feet apart from people at a lacrosse game. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Fans can just be spread out everywhere. <laughs> And they can use their lacrosse sticks to like whack each other and keep. Oh yeah, if you have a defensive stick, I believe those are right around six feet. So just yeah, just hold that out. This is my bubble. (laughs) Ram people, (laughs) jousting. So that is what's going on in sports, as far as we can tell. Not a lot. Um, Not a lot, but it's significant. I mean this this is a big deal. Like it. I mean, certainly hasn't happened in our lifetime. I'm, I can't imagine, except for a pandemic, anything that's been this big or war. I suppose. Yeah, the only thing to affect that would... ma- uh, baseball and football in the same sort of level was World War Two. Um, yeah, that makes so, sense. So yeah, that's it's very insane to think. Although I think there's going to be some interesting stuff that come out of it. Um, Maybe out of boredom, the rise of esports becomes a much bigger thing, uh, because that's obviously something that you can do remotely. Um, yeah, but I feel about esports the same way I feel about like only streaming music. Like it's not live. Live music has a place in the world. Live sports has yeah. a place in the world. But to be fair, um, to quote my partner. Boxing is not going to be around for very much longer, and football won't be that much far behind it. Just from how horrifically screwed up these guys are after they're yeah. done. And this might put a you know a speed uh, you know little acceleration on that, or may not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be some interesting stuff that do come out of it. Maybe my hope is that someone's at their home right now, really bored, developing a new sport. That will take the country by storm. That that's that my hope fun. in this world. We all, all right. I'll, I'll get behind we you. We all come on that, out Matt. and we're going to be playing basketball or oh basketball. <laughs> <laughs> or... Hell yeah, I play basketball any day. <laughs> Just yeah, that's that's at least my hope in the world. All right, <laughs> my happy well, I'll go with your on. your hopeful, optimistic tone. <laughs> since we know I struggle with that <laughs> specific tone. <laughs> That's all right. As we bounce each other out on that. It's true. So since we don't have sports to distract ourselves, what are you currently distracting yourself with these days? Um, well, I'm definitely trying to stay abreast of what's going on with my, the music folks that I follow. Like I'm trying to make sure that I'm, you know, supporting in any way i can even if i can't give money right now i'm trying to still make sure i spread the word or whatever that is um empathy test did this really cool uh like lyrical scavenger hunt Hmm. where they put their lyrics for their new album on Bandcamp, and they said find the message in the lyrics and if you found the message you can listen to their new track um before everyone else and i was just bored enough to do it <laughs> well, <that's fun. laughs> so i yeah it was a cool idea i really i thought i thought it was really neat um so like stuff like that i've been trying to support people on live streams like just trying to stay connected with 
the artists that I appreciate and bring value to my life. Um, and in addition, and on that same, I guess, theme, uh, I got back to music this week, which was so good. Yay. Like, I've been in this huge rut of, like, I have these tracks that I don't know what to do with. I keep writing new things, but I'm not liking it. Blah, 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 you know, the usual. And it doesn't help that I've been like crazy anxious and depressed and just dealing with a lot with this whole situation and money disappearing overnight. And um, I sat down and like banged out this song that I really like. And so it's kind of lighting that fire again. So hopefully I'll be able to actually release an EP this year. Awesome. We'll see. I don't know. But yeah, it's just, it feels so good to create again, especially since I can't dance right now and that's depressing and I'm like injured. So I can't even do like little baby dance. <laughs> just say, are you can't dance because you're injured or you can't dance because you, you don't have a studio? Because you can always make a studio. I can't hang, hang from things in my apartment, Matt. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I mean, I have a pull-up bar, but uh, if I were to rig aerial apparatuses in here, I would lose everyone's security deposit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was my distraction this week. How about you? Um, well, I again, music as well. I actually will be doing my first solo acoustic live stream tomorrow. Although by the time this goes out, it will already have been done. But you can watch the replay, which will be up on my YouTube channel. There you go. When is it for the people that aren't listening to this in real time and just tell me? <laughs> tomorrow, when, when is it? tomorrow at 7 uh, Mountain Time. Okay. Yeah, I should be able to hop in there. Cool. Yay! So yeah, I've really been uh, yeah plugging away at my acoustic guitar. Um, I had my bass player Johnzo over yesterday, and uh, we laid down some bass tracks. We're working on ways of um, getting our the rest of our band uh, able to record at least, uh, either virtually or something that we can do, and then maybe uh, record a um, virtual music video where we each record our own part at our own place, and then I can po- you know paste it all together. Um, so trying stuff like that. Um, yeah. So that's cool. Um, Artistic endeavors yeah. keeping us alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I've been working on uh, a YouTube video that I've been wanting to do for a long time and finally got the script done for that. Um, so moving along with that. And then um, I found out there's a really cool Russian movie about the Salyut 7 that I told you about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it's on Amazon for free, and I'm very excited to watch that this weekend. It, it looks very awesome. Yay! So, so that's, uh, yeah, busying myself with music and videos and whatever else I can get my hand on. Heck, yeah. I am a huge supporter of lean into the arts and hard times. They'll catch your fall. Yeah, like, absolutely. Good stuff. So this brings up our, our segment, which has a new name as of today. Ta-da! Only in a pandemic. Yay! <laughs> Essentially, I kept on saying to myself, like, rolling my eyes, only in a pandemic. Like, very, <laughs> like, like, exasperated with myself throughout the week. And then I was like, you know what? That's what we should call this. Only in a pandemic. <laughs> so, welcome to our new segment, only in a pandemic. 
Um, so for me, uh, my strange only in a pandemic story is this. I And I want everyone to picture this because it makes it better. All right. Got my eyes closed. Paint me a story here. <laughs> so... I decide that I am out of, well, I am out of alcohol, or I was. I was out of alcohol. And as I mentioned last week, I have maybe been drinking too much, but we're not going to talk about it right now. So <laughs> I, I was like, oh, snap. I'm going to order a bottle of wine, a six-pack of cider, and an order of taquitos from my favorite bar in town, where I also sometimes work. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, okay, how do I do this? So I call them ahead of time, tell them I'm going, I'm ordering curbside. I roll up there and I'm like, all right, I roll down my window. And you know, the last time I did this, like they just put the stuff in my car, but now there's even more like social distancing stuff. So they come out, they put it on a tray and they back up. And then I'm supposed to get out of my car and get the snacks and put it in my car and then go. So uh, I did not plan for this, <laughs> meaning I did not dress for this. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm in the middle of, like, rich downtown Richmond in Shaco Bottom, getting out of my car, which is probably not that weird for Shaco Bottom. <laughs> but I got out of my car, and I'm, like, in this really nice turtleneck up top. Like, it's, like, this flowy turtleneck that I love. It's super comfortable because I was in, like – video meetings that day so ah. i needed the the nice done up upper half but then my lower half was raggedy black sweats and like uh beat up boots that i didn't even zip up like i just shoved my feet <laughs> <laughs> and then i had also just injured my back so i opened the door and i'm like waddling out of my car and walking around grabbing the stuff throwing it in the passenger side and then waddling back around and the most beautiful thing is that the person that was serving the food and brought it out to me who knows me and we dance together and stuff and she she was like huh all right (laughs) i was like yeah (laughs) and then i just grabbed my taquitos and ran (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I came home and I was happy. <laughs> so that was my weird only in a pandemic story. I mean, it's like New Orleans plus everywhere now. Like you can, there actually, I could have gotten mixed drinks to go, but I just didn't want any. But yeah. That, yeah, that's that funny. Was a, it was an experience, guys. And I'm kind of glad that we don't have CCTV. Because <laughs> that would have been preserved forever. <laughs> I mean, could be worse. I just saw a thing where a guy uh, was talked to by the police because he kept uh, getting his mail in his underwear. And he's like, you got to put on pants when you go outside. Oh. <laughs> Someone's gotten very relaxed in the uh, pandemic. Oh, no. Yeah, only in a pandemic. Oh, my. Please wear, wear undergarments, y'all. <laughs> so I got kind of two that I think are kind of funny. Uh, one is um, the... There's a uh, company that my band was kind of talking to about doing merch. And uh, like we set up some designs, we're looking through them. So I got an email on our band website that they are now offering masks with your logo on it. Oh, snap. <laughs> of course they are. Oh, wow. Well, now you have to get so that's going to be the new hot merch. We, we had pogs before, but now masks. 
<laughs> Everybody, like, I, oh my gosh, you have to do that. Like, you have to. Like, it's going to be a sign of the times. Like, I'm going to save it for my non-children. I'll leave it to Nisha's children. <laughs> oh, man. Um so yeah, that was that was one of them. Uh, the other is is I officially had to break down and buy a second pair of house pants because I've been wearing these so long and so often that they're just like either gonna rot off me or become part of me. I don't know which oh, way no. it's gonna turn. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I have to get new pants. Amazon, That's send amazing. me some new pants. <laughs> All right, so let's end this episode with our hermit rating on this, on the Leonardo DiCaprio scale of 10 being... Um, Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Wow, big <laughs> blank. 10 being Howard Hughes and a 1 being the Wolf of Wall Street, which I don't give a crap about that guy's real name. So <laughs> where, where are you at hermiting this week? I think that I am still at a 6. Good. But for different reasons. I think that... I am a, a level six hermit. <laughs> Just in like general. <laughs> Just in general, I am a level six hermit. My stats are. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I get uh, social points for the Netflix party we had this weekend. Yeah, we watched two movies on Netflix party. That's good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also watched another Netflix party um, with a different friend, so that was like more socialization. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I also um, got hired to do some like painting, not artistic painting, just like work painting. Okay. Um, for cash, since there was no interaction with other people, it was just like show up. Here's the paint. Paint the thing. I'll Venmo you. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, all right. So I did that. So that meant I left the house and I went and got the alcohol. So like, yeah, I feel like I like interacted with humans this week. Even if I spend all of my nights laying in bed playing Candy Crush. I'd say you're closer to a five. I think you're edging into really? the five level. That, all, yeah. right. all right. I, I'll take it. I'll go. I'll go to five. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. What about you? What? How hermity are you this week? Uh, so I said, uh, my fa- like I said, my family had our, our Zoom uh, brunch uh, on Sunday. Um, I had our bass player over, and we jammed. And then after the practice, because the other two guys couldn't come, we uh, did a, uh, a, va- a band video chat and freaked the other two guys out, because I'm like, we're just going to call them. We're not going to warn them. We're just going to call them. Aww. <laughs> So we did that. Uh, we had the uh, Netflix party that I did with you. Um, so I think I didn't go anywhere, only to the grocery store, which, by the way, uh, apparently everyone has already given up on wearing masks at my grocery store. And that, uh, oh, really? Bad. Oh, no. Yeah, everyone here is still wearing masks. It went from like a total flip. Like the first week they said wear masks, it was like 80% of the people were wearing masks and this week is the exact opposite. It was like 20% were wearing masks. Mm. It was, uh, interesting. But anyway, so yeah, it was the only place I went. Um, everything was delivered food wise. So, 
Um, I, maybe a five or six, somewhere in that range. All right. So we're hanging out in the same hermit hermit area. Yeah. <laughs> Our hermits are friends. <laughs> well, cool. Well, hopefully this upcoming week, there's at least the same level of socialization. <laughs> hopefully we can only hope. At least. I mean, I, that's usually my goal is that like I, I try not to shut myself off from the rest of the world because that's when things get really dark. But sometimes it's not really up to me. Yeah. Up to my brain and its chemicals, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So hopefully this week is a little bit uh, easier um, to socialize. But we're we know we're heading into a dark week as far as numbers are concerned. So yeah, whatever we can do to stay distracted. Exactly. Arts things. <laughs> so let's go ahead and wrap this up. So where can you find us on the social medias? Well, you can find this podcast at Goth and Sloth um, on the Instagrams and the Twitter. Uh, if you hit us up there, we will totally engage with you because we're eager to talk to people right now. Absolutely. <laughs> and you can find me, um, uh, my personal Instagram at Luna underscore Minwe. I almost forgot for a second. <laughs> It's like, what is it? Yeah, Luna underscore Minwee. That's also the same on Twitter. Um, and Matt, where can we find you? On Twitter, you can find me at wizard underscore Matt. Uh, I'm always looking to talk to people on there. Um, my uh, public instas uh, is my wizard cosplay. Uh, if you want to see some pictures of my cosplays. And you can also uh, find me on YouTube's uh, Matt the Pharaoh Wizard. Um, I got a few videos coming out soon of me getting drunk during the, uh, during the quarantine and unboxing things. So that's fun. (laughs) As you do. (laughs) And, um, where can you find the person that did our amazing art? That's right. Megan Stern is the amazing artist that did our cover art. And you can find her at www. (laughs) I love saying that because you don't have to type it in. (laughs) (laughs) Meganstern.com. That's S-T-E-R-N. All right. And so I think that will do it for another episode of The the Goth and the Sloth. Yeah. All right, y'all. Wash your hands, please.